0: Hey everyone, you are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. Hello to all those people out there within the confines of the World Wide Web. Where you're able to hear my voice. My name is Ben Keach, and this is the Ben Keach Show. And I am so glad you're listening to the very first episode. What I want to do first is I would like to spend a little bit of time kind of telling you what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. So, first, a little bit about me I've been a high school teacher, I have coached more practices and games than the average human being should be allowed. I'm a dad. I have run my own business for 15-plus years, a public speaker, a voice actor, and I'm starting a podcast. And I had this kind of idea where the reason why I was going to do this podcast was, let's do 10 episodes. Maybe I get one listener. Maybe it's like one of my kids. I don't know. One out of three ain't bad. Get a listener and but it more of a bucket list type mentality. Like, hey, I got a few things I like to talk about. going to put it out there. Boom. I'm a big believer in history in terms of once it's recorded, once it's written down, you can't take it away. And I believe in the power of the pen and the voice. And so I thought, well, let's do this. Let's see what happens. And wherever it takes me is a win. Just the fact that I'm here right now, Honestly, it's been about a two-year process to get to this moment right now. So I'm already super proud and happy just to be with you now. Tell you a little bit about kind of more of the details in terms of why I'm doing this. So kind of mulling over different ways, like what I want to talk about. People ask me through some stuff down on the website. Have I have a lot of ideas about things. One of the things that I've been kind of thinking about exhaustively even a little bit, is just sometimes people, including myself, we have a problem or we have something that's not right or what we want. We diagnose the problem incorrectly, though. And so you can pick a sports team and you can have five different people tell you the five reasons why they're losing. And so I really wanted to delve into some of my more favorite topics and really try to articulate what's wrong in these situations. And then through that explanation, get into a a greater understanding of, of what's right and even kind of a solution oriented message to that problem. You may disagree, you may agree, and of course, that's all hunky-dory. That's the whole point of life. (laughs) I do not have a mentality where I want everybody to agree, I want everybody to like me. The idea is, let's throw things out there and see what sticks, see what happens. I want this to be interactive, I want your feedback, and that's important, uh, healthy dialogue is something that I think we all kind of realize it's we're not in the best time of our country's history to where people respectfully even understand how to disagree. And that's a problem. So I basically have decided to title each one of my episodes, what's wrong with, and that's going to kind of carry me into each podcast episode. And so the topic today is what's wrong with the world today. Now, You've been asked it. People have talked about it. Heck, I could ask you that question right now and Ben, sit down. I got some things to tell you. I'll tell you what's wrong with the world today. We all have ideas. Sometimes <laughs> we put those things on signs in our front yard. Sometimes we discuss them with friends at church, our business, or whomever wants to listen. Of course, even put on social media. And regardless of who I asked, we would have a lot of accurate answers. What's wrong with the world today? some things could be for instance. You know, what's wrong with public education? And, you know, you can go into all sorts of things in terms of perhaps the curriculum, what we're allowed to teach, what we're not allowed to teach. Our schools pushing kids, we all have our thoughts. Our kids being our kids run too ragged. We could talk about what's wrong with social media and the negativity that can come with that, the dependence on it, and we all know that there's we're probably all glued to our phones just a little bit too much, but I'm not answering that question necessarily from that perspective today. What's wrong with the world today is, is too easy. If I'm just literally randomly throwing out different things that are wrong, the correct answer to that question, what's wrong with the world today? It's me. I am. What's wrong with the world today. I have attempted to make the world a better place, but at times I haven't. The reason why that perspective matters and is important is because it changes the respondent's message to more of self-reflection, pause, and adding a big old dose of humility to that. Pride is a funny thing. We want people to be confident. We want people to believe in themselves. But pride in terms of approaching this level of arrogance can put us in a place that we really honestly don't want to be. So I want to take a negative kind of connotation, what's wrong? And I want to address it from the inside out, from a humble perspective. So let me show you how this works. What's wrong with social media? Before I go on to a diatribe, boy, I am on there too much. There's a few things I wish I wouldn't have posted, or maybe I was harsh in a comment to somebody where it wasn't necessary, and so maybe I was attacked, and I didn't think that was right, and I'm going to I'm going to come back at them, you know, with full force. What's wrong with social media? Myself, what's wrong with public education? What's wrong with youth sports? Boy, I've been involved in youth sports, and oh, I, you know, I helped this kid, or I, or I did this, and we can look at all the, the benefits. But man, I was so disrespectful to that referee, or I came way, I came down way too hard on that kid. So instead of getting into this big picture, I want to look at a problem through the lens of my own behavior, through myself first. I want to see it that way because now when I attack, now when I explain, I'm able to do so in a way that is more honest to myself and my own behavior and honest to the picture at hand. So, an example of this would be we describe something that is wrong and we, it's not maybe an actual person. So, we kind of hammer on that. And we, at times, can speak in broad generalizations or even exaggerating what's true or not true to try to make a point. But in doing so, we lose honesty. We lose an accurate perspective of what's going on. So when I look at it this way, it makes me or at least tries to mold me into a person who, regardless of how strongly I believe something, I want to speak accurately. So here's an example we can all relate to put yourself back into, you know, you were a kid and your mom or dad are lecturing you about something or telling you what you did. They're making a statement. You always, you never fill in the blank. And as a kid, you're like, wait a second. I I do it right. Sometimes like, come on, mom, and we don't want to be spoken into that way. And we don't want to speak that way about anything. We want to, hey, at times, this is what I'm seeing. When you do it this way, I, I love that. But what I'm seeing right now is this behavior. I want to speak accurately, always to the best of my ability. <laughs> the weather is a simple one because of course, you know, all of us are probably guilty of exaggerated condemnation of meteorologists when in fact their job is not exact because weather is not. But in our culture and our minds it has to be right every time. I can't believe they get paid for being wrong and whoa. whoa, whoa. Let's talk accurately about what's going on. Weather is a moving target. And we have all of the best technology to assess that moving target. Therefore, you receive the best information we have. Coming back, what's wrong with the world today? It's me. I want to view it that way. I want to be humble. I want to take my arrogance, my pride, my knowledge, what I know to be true, and I want to turn it inside out. When we do that, the benefits of that are, are amazing. So we see all the time in in ways people communicate. I mean, you can't even watch cable news without hollering, interrupting, downright rude behaviors. And sometimes just somebody like, I am going to make my point and I don't care. You can say whatever you want. I'm not even listening to you. There's not even actual dialogue and so, is it surprising what we see all of the time where if you disagree with this statement, you're cast into a lake of fire as being equivalent to Adolf Hitler? I mean, that's how people look at it. I can take any issue. It doesn't matter how controversial. We can go school shootings. We can go abortion. We can go any topic, climate change. We can go into all of that. My question for you is, are you able to articulate why people believe what they believe on these things? Put yourself down for a second. Just back up a step or two. Every single person listening to this, we'll go 98.7% of people listening to this, just again, and the whole trying to be more accurate type thing, agree with most positions on abortion. Do we ever acknowledge that? Do we understand that a female who is contemplating that decision, do we understand her world, what's going on, the people that love her most, what they're saying, how they're pressuring? Do we get that? It's a good thing to acknowledge. Do we understand that people who oppose abortion, they view the unborn is a human life that it needs to be protected and saved. Anybody can understand that. So before you attack, what's wrong with, oh, those dang people wanting abortions or again, like before we even get into that in a controversial topic, just stop for a second. First of all, you're not that important. Oh, but we all, I should love myself. No, you're not that important. Just be quiet. Just stop talking. Simmer down for just one second, please. There are valid points on both sides. And it's acceptable and even advisable and completely okay to be passionate about why you believe what you believe. What side you're on, why. But take your own passion and understand where people are coming from. <laughs> the silly thing is most people don't. Like these things I'm saying, you never hear people say out loud. Let's go to guns for a second. The second that something bad happens with a gun, we all know what's going to happen. We know our our Facebook is going to get loaded up with the basics of how you know guns don't kill people, people do. You're going to get that, right? And then on the other side, you're going to get... All the deadliness in America compared to this country, like all of the, all of the one liners are going to come out there. And I'm liking this and I dislike this. And if that person puts that, I'm putting, putting a sarcastic, laughy face because you're an idiot and you shouldn't be talking. And this is how we look at people. And I am on this side and these people are why people are dying or these people. Whoa, stop talking. You're literally being ridiculous again. And I just told you a couple minutes to not be like that. There are great reasons why we should have guns. There are great reasons to have checks and balances and restraints on guns. The problem is compromise becomes such a difficult thing because the given ground means this. And and it is kind of true, like if you take both sides, I don't like to use the word extreme very much because there's a negative stereotype There's a negative stereotype with the word extreme, so I don't even like to use that verbiage, but an extreme, a person who is one way on guns, one way or abortion or or whatever the topic may be, to give ground means they're going to lose ground that they'll never regain again. That's actually what happens with politicians. People don't understand this. There's a lot of politicians who see middle ground or would like to compromise more. But the more a politician compromises, they lose votes from their base. Their base, the people that always vote, their base wants a 100% voting record on this, a zero voting record on this. That's what they want. So ultimately the base kind of runs a show and politicians, honestly, they're actually at the mercy of we, the people, but in a way that we don't recognize because we like to blame the politicians. We don't actually understand the process of why politicians decide certain things. And it may not be that they're all so bad. Like we portray it's, they are there to win elections. We love when a politician can be their own free individual regardless of what party affiliation ever. That's why people say the one party. I just want you to stand for what you stand for. It's it's trickier than you think. These are the dilemmas that they're in. Now, of course, we would all say the obvious answer is just vote your conscience. Be who you are and be consistent with who you are. But they do get painted into corners. What I would love to see and what honestly most people would rather see It's not about whether Biden is our next president or Trump or anyone else because whomever it is, and it doesn't matter who it is, whomever it is, it's a super difficult task to unite our current base. And we can't unite our current base because we, the people, are at times too arrogant, too full of ourselves to step back and acknowledge what's really going on and have a more of a, an attitude of, of grace and understanding towards anyone. We're not all that far off and we're definitely not proportionally as far off as everything appears. And that's the sad part. You know, I started talking about what's wrong with the world today and really wanting to kind of kick off this podcast as I really want to do the best job that I possibly can, however many more years I'm alive on this earth, I want to live this all the time, being humble, being approachable, understanding the similarities that we all have, not taking things personal. When someone disagrees with me or I disagree with them, I'm not going to just call them racist. I'm not going to call them sexist. I'm not quick just to dismiss and label. And that's what we do. We dismiss and we label. Oftentimes without even a good conversation. That's super disappointing to me. That's when I taught American government for 14 years. One of the things that I articulated so much with my students was understanding the other side. We would do debates and I would have them research other sides. I would let them articulate their position or anything that's on their mind. Defend your point, but make your point and do it in a way that's respectful. Back in the day, we had debates on every single controversial topic that was going on at that time. And literally, they were entertaining, <laughs> they were informative. The kids loved him. They were able to move around and kind of sit on whatever side of the classroom that they wanted to. But at the end of the day, these 17 and 18-year-old seniors, there was no fights. They actually started to understand the other side and realized the other side may not be as bad as somebody on The View might think that they are, just to pick on one show. Because it's a pretty annoying show, honestly. This is why I'm doing the podcast This is what I'm about. In essence, what's going to happen over the course of me doing this show is me having conversations with you guys, me throwing out whatever's on my heart, whatever's on my mind, and for you guys to think about it, talk about it. Now, each episode, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to have a parenting tip of the day and I love music. obsessed with music. I love concerts, but I just really love music. I'm pretty sure that my Apple Music playlists are pretty much like top three in the Midwest, at least the last ranking that I saw. Of course, I made the rankings, but yeah, don't worry about that. It's okay. So my parenting tip of the day is this, all of you folks out there with kids, that means your kids have birthdays. That means they're actually born and you go down the list, write your kids a letter One birthday, every birthday, put something down on paper and pencil. What's happened in the last year? How do you feel about them? What do you think about them? Give them this. There's something really special about the written word and the fact that we can keep it, frame it, cherish it, read it. And it's something that can't be taken away. You know, when a parent passes, you still have it. It's something that can be passed down even through generations. I mean, we learned about our country based upon the written word. And sometimes us adults, we don't always articulate our heart verbally as well as we can written. Now, some people are the opposite. So pick a kid, all three of them, however many kids you have on their birthday, write them a letter, give it to them. Now, if you don't have kids yet, here's an extra credit assignment for you. If you don't have kids yet, every single birthday, write them a letter. And when they turn 16, when they turn 18, give them all the letters from the time they were born all the way through. We are trying to set a standard with our parents, with our kids and parents, what you mean to me in a very tangible, real, vulnerable, honest way. And I can promise you, your kid's going to love it. Whether it's simple or complex, I challenge you to do that. And as far as the song, I can, in a perfect world, you know, I would be able to play little clips and stuff, but you know, there's, there's rules about those sorts of things. So the song today is by one of my favorite artists. His name is Brendan James. Probably a lot of you may not have heard of him, but he's, he's amazing. And the song title is nothing for granted. And so the line I just wanted to read you guys that really kind of speaks to me is this. It's a pretty simple line, but what it says is this come with me. Life is short and sweet. We will take nothing for granted. And I just love the mentality of taking nothing for granted. We all take our loved ones for granted. It's part of life, but boy, the better that you can get at that and truly appreciating your time on this earth and the people that you love and the people that you care about and try to literally take nothing for granted. You are daily touching people in your lives because you're showing your appreciation and giving them recognition for who they are, what they've done and why they're special to you. And that's a gift that can't be taken away. So anyway, signing off. It's been a pleasure. And I look forward to speaking with you in a week. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeetshow.com, or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.